Hi Malaka. Hi Harley. Welcome back to Sunder and Salt. Thanks. Hi guys. <laughs> I never know how to like talk to the people that are listening. I know, I know. Hi guys. Hi. Yeah. Whoever's out there. Yeah. Whoever is out there. Thanks so much for leaving reviews. We have 20 reviews on our Apple Podcasts player at the moment. 20? Yes. It's lovely. We'll just try and get some more though. Yeah, so if sure. you are listening, please, please, please do not forget to go and give us a review, a review, a review, a rating and a review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you see the opportunity to rate us, yeah. like us, share us, subscribe us to yeah. us. Please, 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 please do. It makes such, such a difference. And on Apple, you can do written ones, which is good. Yeah. So we love, I love reading them and let us know where you're from exactly that would be great because we want to put we want to start putting some names to some faces yeah, even sure. over on instagram we need to get people to yeah. say if they're the ones from wherever actually speaking of people on instagram we should probably shout out uh jelena and food is life and love yeah she listens every, every single, single week. week she always posts us so i really really appreciate well we appreciate you how have you been this week what's popping what's the highlight of the week Good. update this, me this week has been pretty chill yeah it's been quite chilled, yeah. I don't have any like big food highlights. I will say, coming off the back of Gusto, I have been struggling to find my mojo again yeah. and get back into meal planning. I know why I took out Gusto, but then now that I've decided to pause it, there's a bit of a void. So mm. it's just about getting back into the habit, the planning around meal prepping, making sure that I'm doing it on time so I'm not starting the week 100%. off kilter. Yeah. But I was um, away for the weekend, so I didn't start my week at home, which means I didn't plan. Yeah. But speaking of Gusto, I've got a fact. Oh, go on. Or a bit of, like, a tidbit of information. Oh, go on. Did you know that aubergines are a natural laxative and diuretic? I did not know that. <laughs> and how did you find out? My last Gusto <laughs> box, actually, I was I was too um, pained to talk about it at the time. Mm. But in my last Gusto box, I had a Sri Lankan aubergine curry mm. with like black rice and stuff, and it was nice. There were a couple of things I didn't like about it, but it was a significant amount of aubergine okay. that I was having cooked down, very soft. It was I quite liked the concept. Yeah, yeah. My stomach then told me something's going on. That something was going on, right. and I had to. F- I had to like work back and think, what did I eat? What is going on? I haven't had any gluten. This is, and it was different. It was different. It wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't a gluten attack. Did my Googles and it turns out that uh, aubergines are a natural laxative and diuretic. So I never would have known. If you don't know what a diuretic is, it's something that draws water yeah. from the body. Um, and that was the sign. I think coffee is as well. Yeah. Dehydrates you. Yeah. So you think you're drinking water because you've got the big drink in you. Yeah. Um, so, Interesting. Yeah, if you're ever feeling a bit, you know, stomach's not quite What right. do you think the portion size was, not to drag on this? How, did you eat eight aubergines? It, well, no, it was two aubergines yeah. that were split across four portions. But you ate it back, like, two meals in a row? I feel like it was after the first portion, but the amount, I guess, to have in that meal mm. of the two, of the... the it would have been half an aubergine. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been half an aubergine and I probably have never had half an aubergine. Oh, in okay. Before. I fell in love with aubergine actually over HelloFresh. Yeah. And this was back in the pandemic days when we couldn't get food. So yeah, I was yeah. ordering HelloFresh. And there was this miso aubergine tacos that they used to put in there, which I've made many times since without HelloFresh. Because um, I'm a good day, babe. Did you make it the other day? Or you just grilled some aubergine? Oh, the other day, day I just grilled I some aubergine, yeah. Instagram. I've got half in the fridge now, yeah. literally. Literally, take time. Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I was like, if half yeah. turned you, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm... I, don't know. I, I had four portions and it happened to me every time I, I had it. So 
I, I believe that my stomach can't handle more than a quarter of yeah, a Yeah, you just have to work time. your way through. Yeah. Damn. Okay, well, good, interesting facts. Anybody who's listening. Yeah. Um, oh, about the miso aubergine. Oh, what is it? It's just a really nice aubergine taco dish. But before that, before the pandemic, I didn't eat aubergines. Yeah. And then I discovered it in that way where you kind of like dry fry it. Um, or you can roast it, but I always used to dry fry it because I was doing a lunch break after my body by Kira workout. Yeah. And um, then dry fry it for like five minutes just so it kind of chars, then add some olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, in, the, in a bowl, you just mix together some, I think it's Japanese soy sauce specifically, which I've only ever bought one bowl since. Then mm-hmm. I just started using soy sauce. <laughs> Miso, sesame oil, and you toast some sesame seeds in a pan yeah. um, and mix it all together, basically drizzle it on at the end. And then you also pickle some red onions. Okay. And it sounds like you're doing a lot, but... It takes 20 minutes tops, like mm. literally so, so quick to come together. The, the onions are not like deep pickled. They're just like okay, lime like juice, me. little side bowl. Oh, okay, okay. The time, that's the first yeah. thing you do. The time it takes you to do everything else, your onions are kind of kind of okay. ready. But um, yeah, that was a good aubergine thing. My foodie highlight of the week is actually yeah. a beverage. Okay. Listen, I've been going for a lot lately. <laughs> a lot. And I finally got some booze in. The other day when I was coming <laughs> home, is over. finished, that yeah, was the over. thing of the past. Um, I got some pink gin and tonic cans one day when I was coming home. Uh-huh. From where? Marks and Spencer? No, from Nissa, please. Oh. <laughs> they were Gordon's though. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like... Oh, okay. And then when my Tesco order came, literally yesterday, it uh-huh. had a bottle of Stone's, Stones um, ginger, ginger wine, wine in it. So the, I think the full name is Stone's Green Ginger Wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I have noticed, however, it's back up to being £6.50 flat rate. It Even was... Club card. No, there's no cup card offer. Mm-hmm. It was £5 with yeah. card. I should have bought it up. I know. And then I saw it in Tesco Express, the one that's actually at a petrol station. So obviously yeah. the prices are a bit more inflated. It was seven fifty in there with no club card. Gotta be joking it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a bottle of Stone's. Last night I had a little glass. I feel like a proper little grown up when I drink stone. Yeah, I've only uh, started drinking it properly recently. My parents have been drinking it for years. Yeah. It's, is it? It's a Jamaican. It's not a Jamaican I, no, thing it's, at all. It's an English wine. So stones. It's not a Jamaican product. It's no, not a product it's, of Jamaica. It's big in the culture. <laughs> I been, always thought it was like Jamaican, especially because it's ginger as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. My dad and my mum, I think, would drink it with Ray and nephew as well. Gosh, they're not easy. <laughs> Like, so it's Stones with Ray. Or, and I think maybe that, I just assumed it's like two Jamaican products. Because you know what I could have sworn was Jamaican? What? Guinness. Well, yeah. Yeah, but it's Irish. It's Irish. Yeah. Um, And then you've got Nigerian Guinness as well. My granddad would drink Guinness punch, like Guinness and and, um, nourishment. Oh, okay. Or nutrition, whatever it's called. Yeah, my my dad would drink it like that as well when because my dad used to be a postman, so he would literally run in for for energy. Like imagine, like half a Guinness, half a thing, just crash on the sofa. Like he's been walking all day long, take the edge off the day. <laughs> just chill, edge, but yeah. that's how I've been enjoying my stones anyway. It took the edge right off of yesterday. Wait, you've been enjoying it with rain? No, of course oh. not. Are you crazy? I wouldn't be I here now if I drink rain yesterday. Was it, was it, was Times it, was it are hard, but they're not that yeah. hard. How have um, you been having it? I have been having it. How you told me to have it? Okay, go on. Remind <laughs> you me. It, you made it for me. 
a while back. And the mixer that you made it with, I haven't been able to get since. It was in Sainsbury's. I'm going to try and find it for you guys. It's like long week. tail mixers, right? Something yeah, like I that. Think it might and be it's got a little tails. monkey on it or something. So I picked it up like for the first time. Yeah, when you were coming Christmas. here. And yeah. I know when I see it, I'll know to buy it. Yeah. But um, what I did was put the two large ice cubes in. I didn't mm -hmm. have any crushed ice anymore. That bag of ice days are over. Oh, yeah. um, I squeezed the lime onto the ice, as mm -hmm. you told me to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then. Um, a substantial amount, a large two thirds. Yeah. Two thirds, thirds, thirds <laughs> ginger wine in the glass. Yeah. And then, so the mixer that I got was I bought a fee box of the Fever Tree ginger ale. Okay. Yeah. Because. I can only have one. So me mm. buying fever tree bottles, they always go flat before I finish they them. They do, yeah. So I just it's buy like individual the cans because they're yeah. not they're not like cans. They're like one fifty or one eighty mil. Yeah, mini um, like the mini, mini cans. Yeah, and it's about it's about a glass's worth of mixer. They're the bar cans. Yeah. Like, I like it as well when you come in the tonic because it when you make I have like shot measures and stuff. If I do a perfect shot of gin and then have a tonic, it it's tastes perfect. it's perfect. Yeah, it's bar measure. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I just yeah topped it with that. And then went in the sofa and took with the, the wedge of lime. With the wedge of lime, what? Yeah. Wedge of lime in there, yes. Yeah, I love stone ginger wine. Mm. I love cooking with it as well. I like to use it. I think I've said this before. I'm getting deja vu, but I feel like <laughs> I said that I like to cook with stone ginger wine with like beef. Do you remember? I feel like I've said this in a previous. Was this when episode. maybe was this talk, talking about short rib? Could have been. Yeah, yeah maybe. Because I've done it with, with short rib before. The um, one thing that we have discovered that we need to we up our level is the stone mm -hmm. special reserve. Yes. Yes, darling. Yeah, darling. Yeah, green ginger wine. Um, so the regular stones is just green, mm -hmm. as in the label packaging is just green, and there's reserve. It's like a it's like a deep, uh, mature maroon mm -hmm. color. Depth. It's got it's depth. got depth, darling. It's got, it's got depth. Yeah. It even looks like the uh, the gold of the of the detailing pops a little more. Yeah. <laughs> the detail says for a more intense, rich ginger flavor. Mm -hmm. It's giving a bit of me. <laughs> um, and then, did you know that they make stones in a can? I didn't know that. Stone's Ginger Punch, perfect when you're on the move. Really? Um, and then there's also Stone's Ginger Joe, their alcoholic ginger beer. Mm. And where is this available? On their website? Or um, like I'm on their website market? right now, but I'm sure if I dig around somewhere, mm. it will tell me where to retail. But the reserve, I know they sell it at Waitrose. Okay. I've never seen it with my eyeballs. Yeah. But when I've Googled it, it's come up as Waitrose Wine Cellar. Oh, I think it might be like an um, e-commerce type. Well, I think it depends on the it. branch. So say that the Waitrose at King's Cross has the wine cellar like right, right. department. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the one in Stratford does it, it's just got like a, an aisle of wine. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I might so check my local waitress for it because I, I would love to taste the reserve. I would wine. love to taste it. Yeah, because I, I love ginger wine and I love ginger wine because you can actually drink it straight quite comfortably. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't want to push it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel like I'm already drinking it quite strong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I can see myself this yeah. year at some point with the work that I'm, <laughs> I'm putting in. Just swinging it from the bottle. <laughs> Needing a little something something. But yeah, yeah that's my that's my that's my little yeah. food foodie highlight of the week. Lovely. On to today's topic. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to I don't know why I'm still using this voice. Today we're gonna to be talking about so boring. So boring. <laughs> Kitchen appliances. Yes. What a topic. It's a, it's a, what do you call it? This episode rabbit might hole. be a while. Yeah, yeah it's a literally. rabbit hole. <laughs> let's start first and foremost. Let's kind of go back and forth. What is your favourite appliance? 
my favorite appliance mm. of today. Yeah, like what have you got right now okay. that you're like, love it? There's a couple of things. Two things that I love. One of them is kind of, for me, it's kind of like a given, like a mini chopper. Okay. I think sometimes I don't want my hands smelling like onions and garlic. Mm. And sometimes I just want to chop a bunch of stuff, especially if I'm making like a quick tomato pasta dish yeah. or like a stew or something. Slap those onions, is yours, and peppers. Is yours like a electric one or is it one of the ones that you stamp and it's it It's an electric it? one. Okay. So it's actually... Um, a hand blender, chopper, hand blender immersion yeah three in yeah, one thing. squash the stuff in there and then we're done i love that it's just so convenient in the kitchen and sometimes it doesn't make my hands smell one thing that i really really love and i've kind of abandoned it it's my juicer i love 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 my juicer when i was at my best and i was juicing and i you know i did the book seven and it was about juices and soups and stuff i had that juicer out all the time. Really? But I loved it. Yeah, I bought a masticating juicer. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and do you know what, guys? So the difference me... is... Are you, you going to look up? Yeah. So the difference is um, masticating juicers literally, like, squash the juice out yeah. of the... Pre is it cold it's, press? It's a cold press, When yeah. they say cold press, they're using a masticating Yeah, juicer. but then I don't think they're necessarily always the same because I think for it to be called a cold press juicer, it has to be, like, through very oh. certain standards because yeah. the process of pushing it through produces heat. I think there's, like... The it very, might be, like, the materials of the, yeah. of the machine. But the masticating yeah. ones, you often, it's almost like um, x-ray. You can see what's yeah. going on and in the blender. Twirls. It swirls and the kind of, the funnel of it gets narrower and narrower and it squashes yeah. the juice out. So mastication is the process of chewing, basically. That's the, that's the same name. Sense. So it's yeah. literally like the crushing of, of, the, of the food to get the juice out. And then you can get a centrifugal which juicer. is when it basically runs it through a blade at mm -hmm. the same time as you push it through and it extracts the juice. Yeah, and, and it produces you... a lot of heat and potentially yeah. breaks down sugars. Some of the, the sugars and the fibre, everything. And yeah. stuff that's in there. So I prefer. Both produce pulp and juice. Yeah. But. I think because you're literally squashing to death, I think mm -hmm. you get more juice out of your masticating juice. Like the pulp should be drier. Yeah. Mm. And it's meant to be better, apparently. Yeah. So I have a masticating juicer and I just love, I love my juicer. And actually I bought the juicer on Amazon. Mm. I don't actually know if it's still available. I bought my dad a masticating juicer. That's why I know so much about them mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. And he loves it. He's also a big juice person. Um, I got it, I got it at John Lewis. It's, I think it's Philips. Okay. Yeah, apparently my one. Okay, no, it's not unavailable. I bought a Fridger Powerful Masticating Juicer. Apparently number one bestseller in masticating juices on Amazon. And I really, really love it. It's sleek, it's black. Mm. Juicers naturally take up space. Yeah, it's quite big. That's the thing. If you want to have a juicer and yeah. you don't have a lot of counter space or anywhere to pack it away, it can be frustrating. But I've had this juicer for a while. Really good, sturdy. Is it easy to clean? <clears throat> Easy enough for a okay. masticating juicer because you've got like the um, the sieve part of it where right. the the pulp sometimes Gathers. gets stuck. And okay. The thing with the juicer is you have to be willing to clean it straight away. Mm. You can't allow the pulp and stuff to dry right. onto the juicer, yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. you're in problems. Because <laughs> I have done that. Before. Soak it like a burnt pot. Yeah, it's hard. But um, I love my juicer, and you can also make um, if you have frozen fruits, you can also make quick sorbets and that kind oh, of thing okay, cool. with a juicer um, and i think there's a couple of other things but i primarily use my juicer to juice okay um and yeah I've, i really enjoyed that time of my life i think it was a good investment and for me personally 
You can find other ways around juicing without having a juicer. You can use a I muslin use, cloth. So I use my Nutribullet and okay, then yeah. I sometimes I blend it twice. I add more water in the second time mm-hmm. and then I just push it through a sieve. Yeah, you can you can do that. Um, but if you just for me, when I just want pure yeah, juice, juice, the juicer is the best thing. Yeah, for I don't. Me. I do not have the count space for it. Yeah. Um, I say that having squeezed in one of my new personal appliances by rearranging <laughs> the entire kitchen around it and that is my air fryer <laughs> i got this air fryer my mom bought me this air fryer my parents got me this air fryer and i was like i knew that that air fryers were notoriously big and clunky because mm-hmm. we have one at work and the thing is it has the like drawer thing so not only do you have to have like enough counter space for it you kind of have to have enough counter space to like lift up the entire drawer and rest it if you want to like turn something over oh, or whatever okay. or else you've got to take it out and find somewhere for it to go so i opted for one that's more like a mini convectional oven so that it has a door that opens at the front mm-hmm. rather than this removable element but it didn't make it any smaller and i got this effort thinking oh yeah it will fit in this gap yeah it, it did, did not fit. <laughs> it did not fit. And I had to do some rearranging. Luckily, I have some other, like, space. So I have a mini fridge um, separately. Yeah. And I use basically that. I move the coffee machine over there. Whole long story short, got this air fryer in and I love it. And it has shelves in it. So I yeah. can do more than one thing at once. I think you I spoke about Christmas, it. Right. I use it for Christmas. I use it for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I did all the chicken wings in there. Just Thanksgiving? Friendsgiving. Oh, you were there. Friendsmas. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, Friendsmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, this year ends up being yeah. Christmas, wasn't it? But um, it's like, yeah, I was like, you don't pay me you any were, mind. I said, you, but you weren't here for Thanksgiving. No, yeah, yeah I did that. Did trays of chicken wings in there. Really, really good. Um, I've been using it all the time. It's helped me eat salmon. Really? Yeah, because yeah. I I'm not that good at pan frying salmon the way I want it to be done. The whole crispy skin thing. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I got so close the other day, like half of it was crispy, but then the other half wasn't. Like, you might thing. not be using enough oil in the pan, but that's that's super handle there. No, because I think what it is as well is that I get worried because the way I've been doing the salmon has been like soy, garlic, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The honey starts to burn. Okay. Because it kind of drizzles off, and then I'm like, oh, is, and then I move it. And once you move it, apparently you're not like yeah, that's you it. Lose the crispiness kind of thing. So air frying it hasn't been producing that crispy skin, but it's just been helping me cook salmon in a way that. Mm-hmm. It's done the air fry away and I like it. Whereas when it's done in the pan and it still comes out soft, I just, oh, I'm over it. Kind of when thing. you do your crispy, um, I see you have like crispy broccoli. Is oh, that yeah. in the air fryer? Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. It's, it goes in like two seconds. And the, the nice thing is that if you do it in the air fryer with something else, mm-hmm. it will also kind of steam it at the same time. Okay. Because if not, it's crisping it. Like tender yeah. stem is fine because they're so tender stemmed. Mm-hmm. But with the price of tender stem being eight, eight pounds a kilo, I've been buying, <laughs> I've been buying regular broccoli. I had to say goodbye to the tender stem life and just kind of cutting the florets quite small. Um, and it's still all crisp bit, but I have done it on the top shelf over the salmon. Yeah. And I think it just helps it get a little bit more steamy and not yeah. just crisp florets. Okay. So you don't have an air fryer, do you? No, I don't have an air fryer. I've been thinking about it. No, wait, I had one for a little bit. My mum gave me like a very small cheap <laughs> one okay. uh, for a little bit, but it was too small that sometimes I felt like all it could fit was like three sausages it just wasn't it just wasn't really functional for me it was annoying but I felt like at one point 
because we had a discussion about me getting an air fryer. We were going back, yeah, and, back and forth. forth. But then I, I did some Googles and apparently most microwave ovens actually function more or less the same as an air fryer. And if you have a microwave oven, mm -hmm. then it doesn't make sense to invest in an air fryer. Yeah. And when I redid my kitchen, my oven is actually a microwave oven. I used it the other day because there's there's sections on there that I just never Functions, go to. Yeah, yeah functions never. I never use. I just go to microwave. And I can see that it does actually double up as an oven. So okay. I need to spend some time actually like reading the instructions, etc. But I mm. like the idea of an air fryer. I like how your one looks. I like the shelves and mm. stuff. But if I've already got the microwave oven, I might as well just forget about it. I think, I can't remember if we linked it when I spoke about when I got the air fryer, we did an episode. Mm -hmm. and I, like, I got an air fryer. Um, there is an episode of the Bon Appetit podcast where they go to basically discuss, I think the title is something like, is it just a lot of load of hot air? Yeah. Um, and it does explain basically, yeah, we don't tend to have as many appliances as Americans do where they have like a microwave and on the counter, they may have also a microwave oven. Okay. Like what my family do anyway. Yeah. And yeah, when I look at that thing, I'm like, oh, it's an air fryer. Mm -hmm. They just, it's, it's almost had a rebrand. Yeah, it's a convection, mini, a mini convection oven. oven. Mini yeah. convection oven, sorry, it's almost had a rebrand. It's just very intense, small. Um, I think obviously it had a boost of popularity the end of last year due to the fact that it is more energy efficient mm -hmm. if you're cooking smaller portions like significantly than using your whole more. oven. Yeah. Um, and it runs for a short amount of time because it's like just a blast of heat. So yeah, my air fryer. Yeah. I think my second kitchen appliance, I don't know if this qualifies as a kitchen appliance. I feel like it does. Okay. And the other day I was thinking, if I actually just used it efficiently, it would solve so many of my problems. And that is my dishwasher. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a, it's called, I think it's called a slimline dishwasher. Yeah. So it's half size, basically. Um, there was one in the kitchen of the flat when I moved in. It was broken. She didn't tell me. Yeah. Um, so I just replaced it when I got the kitchen done. Or else I don't think I would have intentionally got a dishwasher because I lost the cupboard, basically, yeah. in getting a dishwasher. Um, best thing ever. I love my dishwasher. Best thing ever. Is yours full size, though? Yeah, right? mine You've is full size. Big, yeah. I, I don't live by myself. It's just me and one other person. Yeah. My brother. But... I did consider getting a slimline and my parents said to me, well, I can just the get the, just get yeah. the big one and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Now so. I've got that, well, now I have a half and I had a big one at my parents' house mm -hmm. and when I go there and I put stuff in the dishwasher, I'm like, wow, yeah. look at all this space. And you can put like, I don't put pots in there, but I would use like my glass uh, meal prep containers. Oh, I can yeah, put them yeah, in yeah. there comfortably, all, all the plates, yep. all the cups and Some chopping boards and that yep. kind of stuff. So Typically yeah. I can fill it in a day, sometimes a day. Mm -hmm. If I'm like, I'm probably gonna fill it today because I'm gonna meal prep. Yeah. So I'll probably use a couple of bowls and a couple of knives and forks and this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, love my dishwasher. Yeah. But the other day, I had, my sink was full of dishes and my dishwasher was empty. I was like, oh. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, you, you put just it. with the dishwasher, you just have to oh, be in know. the habit of rinsing straight away and in popping the dishwasher. It in and I was away. so annoyed at myself. So yeah, had a couple yeah. baked in, baked, like what you said about the juicer, you've got to deal with it straight away. I have one appliance that I used to love, but I don't use it anymore. Oh and it was El Clasico in my kitchen. Mm. My George Foreman grill. <laughs> I was using that George Foreman grill, it went to work. That thing was working hard. What did you make? So I've been meal prepping for a long time. <laughs> and I used to use my George Foreman grill for all of my meats and fish, chicken basically. Rice. Yeah, the chicken. Uh, bonus chicken thighs. I went through a phase of bonus chicken That's thighs. What I've got to know. Yeah, and salmon. I actually used to cook my salmon in the George Foreman. Grill. Is it the time that you close? 
Yeah. So you can either leave it out, yeah. or it's got like a top and bottom grill, and you just basically squash the food mm. between it. And it meant that when I was doing other things, I just put it on the George Foreman grill, and left it. it there, and then came back and took it off. But I used to use that George Foreman grill every single week. I would season stuff and just slap it on the George Foreman and I would season stuff in advance, lock it into an airtight container and then every day when I'd come from work during that week, I could cook my chicken fresh and all I had to do was wipe it down and that was it. I wasn't taking out a pan. Who is George Foreman? He is a boxer. He used to be a boxer. And how did he end up being... I think he the went, grill man. I think there was a time where, like, you know, um, a lot of s- sportsmen were trying to find alternative ways of generating Branding income after, and that kind of right. thing. So they would create product, basically. So the George Foreman Lean Mean Fat Reducing Grilling lean Machine. Fe- what, lean Fiend. Lean Mean Fat <laughs> Grilling Machine. Fat Reducing yeah. Grilling Machine, also commonly referred to as simply the George Foreman Grill. Yeah. Is a portable double-sided electrically heated grill manufactured by Spectrum Brands. It is promoted by two-time world heavyweight box champion George mm-hmm. Foreman. Since its introduction in 1994, over 100 million George Foreman grills have been And I worldwide. bought about three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day it broke. I said I went straight to test it. Really? Out. Got a new one? That bad boy, yeah. I feel like I had one growing up. I'm definitely familiar with the concept. I don't think I've ever actually used it myself to actually like mm-hmm. cook on. Um, we did have a sandwich machine, though. A sandwich yeah. press. We definitely had one. I'd, I don't know anyone in the UK that didn't have a sandwich press At growing point, up. Yeah. And you make, like, the, the cheese the cheese melt type sandwiches. Type, yeah. God. And the tri- it had the triangle, triangle griddle. I'm feeling like I'm feeling for one. Yeah. Good old cheese to, toasty. In my family, we used to do um, cheese with corn relish. Did you ever have corn relish no. growing up? Oh, gosh. Cheese with corn relish. I didn't really eat cheese. Cheese oh, as a child. Okay. Okay. I probably was given it in a cheese sandwich and just been told yeah. that's a sandwich, but I would never have been like, oh, I'd like to pair yeah. this cheese with this relish. Please. Corn relish. <laughs> I might have to go and get some this week with cheese banging. My brother was a mouse when he was young. Literally. This boy, <laughs> My mum's a mouse. He, he was a mouse. Like, he loved... I think even now he still loves cheese, but back then he could just Love eat cheese, cheese. Yeah. for no, fun. I never had that. And we had a lot of cheese and corn relish sandwiches. One day, I think at some point during the pandemic when we were just running out of things to find joy in me and my mum decided we wanted grilled cheese sandwiches and we made these grilled cheese sandwiches and my mum was like yeah you've got to put apple in it apple yeah like like very Mm. thinly sliced apple in this grilled cheese sandwich like mature mature cheddar her this was her combination i can't remember what the deal deal was with it but mature cheddar apple and maybe something but in my head it made sense because i was like oh it's chutney yeah yeah. like she's giving it just a bit of tang like Mm. with green sliced green apple but um it was good yeah, that was good. It wasn't my... I just had a bite of her. She was like, just try it, just try yeah. it. I was like... <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. interesting. But yeah, yeah, no, the George Foreman, back in the day, mm. had me in a chokehold. I I relied on that thing. And, and how did, just... why did you fall out of love with it? Um, just because the cooking style got boring. It, right, just, okay. it just got boring. And with the George Foreman, the way it's designed, because it's a fat-reducing grilling machine, mm. all the fat drips off... As I've grown oh, older okay. and I understand... That is flavour. Yeah, I understand diets a bit flavor. more. It's just what I found I was doing is I was using the George Foreman and then I would add fat back into the salad, like I'd add olive oil into my salad, etc. Whereas okay. when I pan fry my meats now, mm. I will use some of that fat off the chicken and add it into Create something else with yeah, it. Yeah, add, like when I, when I add it to the salad or to the rice, it's got natural juices yeah. on it already. So I think I just grew out of it because I really did use it for a very, very long time. I had a mini one... Uh, for like one person when I was just like solo dolo and then there was a bigger one 
when I wanted to make more food or like when I moved back home and my mum would want some of the salmon off the off the George, George Foreman. Yeah. Interesting. No, I never had one. Um like I love the fact that you had so much use out of it because I can I can see in my inner eye yeah. all of the George Foremans that my fa- various family members had in the box on top of the counter yeah, on top yeah. of the cabinet. <laughs> like I can see it. I've looked I looked up and seen it because a lot of these appliances become a waste of time, a waste yeah. of space, mm-hmm. or they become inconvenient. And like I feel like I don't know if they still do. Do they still call these white goods? White, um, white goods is like washing machines and stuff, white right? White goods, yeah, but aren't white goods just appliances that typically, like in the cheap version, come white. Is that so? That's what Bridges, I'm thinking. So in my head, so in my head, yeah. everyone had these white appliances that they never used. Yeah, because you get it's the, like the fad. Yeah, the like the George Foreman was a white yeah. thing. The so just talking about waste of time appliances that I just saw not getting used in my childhood and even into my adult life. Yeah, the juicer was one for a while mm-hmm. because the one we had was a white plastic crappy one that was so inconvenient to use. Nobody wanted to <laughs> yeah. use it. Everybody wanted to juice, yeah. but nobody wanted to juice. The cheap ones are hard to clean as well. <sighs> so hard to yeah. clean, just an absolute nightmare. Um, the appliance, maybe the first appliance I ever bought that I subsequently ended up giving away, and I'm not even sure if the person I gave it to has ever used it since, was my crock pot. Really? You're not into slow slow cooking? I thought I, will, I wanted to be that person. <laughs> I think <laughs> it was... 72-hour pulled beef. <laughs> like, I want... You know what it is? Similar to the George Foreman. I yeah. wanted to be the kind of meal prepper mm-hmm. who did slow cook things and then divvied it up throughout the week or like could be doing their uni projects whilst their dinner's cooking mm-hmm. like whatever because even though I was at home at uni there was a certain level of independence that I had and that my parents forced upon me which was like bye yeah <laughs> like, we're going out and you're 19 yeah and I'd be like oh yeah I'm gonna get my when they're out next time I'm gonna get my slow cooker out I'm gonna do this stuff. <laughs> never did I use the thing how much it did it was cost you? living luckily this thing is like the sisterhood of the traveling crockpot. My friend had it, she bought it on eBay. Yeah. Because I think she was a vegetarian, so she was like, I'm gonna do all these stews. Yeah. Used it once. <laughs> then I saw it and she was like, oh, I've used it once. And I was like, oh my God, can I have it? Cause I'm gonna use it loads. Mm-hmm. It was sitting on the kitchen floor, I think for a year. So my mum was like, move it, <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah. So I moved it into a cupboard and managed to keep it for another, probably like a year. Until my cousin one day was talking about one, and I was like, I've got one, you can have it, you can have it, you can have it. So you actually never used it? Never used it. I'm not really into them. And now, so now there's a big trend, obviously with all these appliances and stuff on TikTok, there's actually a guy who's released a cookbook, it's called the Slow Cooker Cookbook, the Healthy Slow Cooker Cookbook. Um, And his, his, Instagram and stuff is bored of lunch. He does all these slow cooker meals and they actually don't look too bad. Mm. Um, there's lots of like pastas, like stock pastas and stuff that you put in. I've got to check this out. <laughs> I got to, You're not convinced? Got, yeah, I'm not. I There's many of them I wouldn't do. They're very yeah. much like, if you don't know how to cook or you're trying to feed your family of five for five yeah, well, pounds like, and tw- you don't have time. There's 12 in the family, so you, just throw all this stuff into in the, the crock pot. pot. Yeah. Slow cooker or whatever. Crock pot, I remember crock pot is a brand, so ultimately yeah. it's a slow, slow cooker, cooker, but... Yeah, it, it wasn't for me. It was a complete waste of time. I think the only reason why I would use my slow cooker... Do you have one? I, there's one in the garage. <laughs> my mum is a, quite a, like an appliance babe, so okay. there's some things in the garage that I never bought or never knew we had, but I'll go out there and I say, we've got a, I saw a bread maker the other day, That's but it's one. been living outside for so long, I took it to the dump. Like, it's just oh, so ridiculous. Okay, okay, okay. But I see people online, I think I've seen the kitchenist do it, where they use it to make stock. 
Mm. So I would do something like that because I have created stock on the stove and I just didn't like the idea of the cooker going for so long. So long, yeah. So yeah. I, would use it, I would use it, the stock, like the crock pot or the slow cooker to make stock. But generally when I see these slow cooker meals and just people pouring a bunch of stuff into In, there, yeah. it just, there's something about it that just doesn't tickle my fancy. I just don't yeah. like the cooking process too much. I don't love it. Um, someone turned up actually with oxtail, the oxtail mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving came at my cousin's house in a slow cooker. Yeah. Um, it was good. I didn't eat any. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I can imagine mm-hmm. something like that as well, that if you want to leave it on, but particularly on Thanksgiving Day, when you need to leave or you need to yeah. go out or you need to whatever. So just carry it in the thing that you can then just plug it in at someone else's yeah. house, warm it back up, and it just do its thing. Yeah. I, like, I, did, I did like the concept of that, but even then I was looking at it like, oh, this is so smart. I don't eat this, so yeah, yeah. I don't need. I, don't I think need slow it. cookers for me work well with like red meats and when people. But you don't like pulled meat, do you? No, but I have. I think one time I did pull, like a ragu or something. No, I think I did use like short beef, and I just I was busy that day, so I thought let me use this bad boy. <laughs> threw it in there, but I like browned everything first, mm. and then I, I threw it in there. I think I put some like wine and that kind of stuff. My issue was. I was hungry two hours later and it was taking too long. <laughs> I just, it was... It I, put the I slow know, in slow cooking. Yeah, I just don't know when I would ever need... I would be willing to wait eight to 12 hours for my meat to Eight cook. to 12? No, 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 no. Well, the one, the ones I'm seeing these days four. are like, yeah, four, or sometimes it's literally just like two, because especially the ones that have like With orzo. Well, it depends what I'm saying. It depends. Yeah. If they're like chickeny or they're yeah, like yeah. orzo or pasta, I mean, maximum two. Like, yeah, this was a, a some a bunch of red meats. I just felt like it was, I just felt like it was taking too long. Too I, long, t- yeah. I pulled it out and put it into a pot. Boom, turn it on high. <laughs> and I was like, let's go, because I'm trying to eat dinner by let's six Let's get this so, wrapped. That is so funny. It might be something I fall into later in life, but it's it just doesn't, not really interested. So you said your mum's an appliance babe. Mm. I think I was destined to be an appliance babe because at points in my childhood, I had, you know, like the kitty ones? Yeah. Like the kitty pancake yeah, press, yeah. and the kitty waffle machine, and the kitty whatever. And I think, I mean, I'd be the same. If my kids turn up and say, Mum, can I have the kitty thing over a PlayStation? I'm going to be like, yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you can have it. You can have the hair braider. It's not going to work, but you can have it. You can have the hair beater. You mean the thing that you can put in it? Yeah. <laughs> have it all. So I had a lot of that kind of gadget yeah. stuff, and I was the only child. So it's like, yeah. hours and hours of fun yeah um and the waffle machine was always something that i thought i wanted that i was like when i grow up i'm gonna get one uh, yeah. i'm gonna get a waffle machine but a waffle maker i'm gonna get a waffle i've got a waffle maker i actually gave a waffle maker away <laughs> on instagram like during the pandemic i was like doing all these little giveaways oh yeah and i love the idea of the waffle maker yeah i think my waffle maker actually potentially doubles up as like a sandwich press. Maybe. Maybe. I need to check that out. Um, With like a grease poof in it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I've used it once. <laughs> Realistically, how many waffles am I eating? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I was never eating waffles at that rate right. before. But it's there. Yeah. And it lives in a box somewhere. I've, I've probably used it twice in the past two, three Damn. years or something like that. I had some leftover pancake mix. Oh, and I just poured it in there to make a waffle. Maybe I'll throw my uh, banana... Uh, fritters mix in there make a banana fritter these waffle. banana fritters are haunting me but yeah the waffle maker I could have done without it I'll be so real I could have done without it I didn't need it I've never had a bread machine which mm-hmm. you just mentioned um, and I've seen them and in, once I learned to make bread I never could understand what a bread machine does 
It makes the bread for you. But how? Like, it only takes two things, two steps to make bread by hand. Really? So what could the bread machine be doing that's worth £400? I think it's pounds? pretty much like the slow cooker where you just pour everything in. You don't need anything with a bread machine. I don't believe you need improved. It just makes, it, it does, just does the it. whole thing. Yeah, it does the whole thing. Like, you pour the stuff in, hmm. it does the kneading, it leaves it to proof, and then it, it, it cooks it. I think in my the head, bread, the concept of me being somebody who just makes bread yeah involves me having a life that allows me to make it okay <laughs> i All can't right. imagine i'm just gonna yeah. be like you know frivolous retired housewife and yeah. then be like oh bing, bread i'm gonna want to do it like okay maybe because well i'm a baker like i like yeah. to get into it i like to do the thing myself but i've never understood what a bread machine is doing in there. I think it does all the steps that you don't you don't need your hands to do it. From what I remember of my mum using the bread maker, but like for five hundred pounds. I don't. I doubt <laughs> she. I, I can't imagine my mum bought it for five hundred pounds. I'd be so rude. She probably found it discounted somewhere yeah. and, and thought, oh, why not? Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it was living in the garage. I took that bad boy to the dump. <laughs> right. There's a bread machine at John Lewis, a hundred pounds, the cheapest one, Panasonic. Okay, there are some now, but like Sage. Okay, Sage. Sage is the brand in my head that Mm -hmm. I know they make really good appliances. There's a soup make machine or maker that they have Mm -hmm. where literally it will chop. Like you can literally drop the carrot in, it will chop it, and then it drops down to the next part and it'll cook it and whatever. The Sage juicer thing, whatever it is. It was like 300 something. Yeah, so the Sage. I nearly bought it. (laughs) It looked fantastic. They're such good appliances. I know they are. But yeah, so the Sage one is 250 pounds. Like so, I know they range. Mm-hmm. The cheapest one I'm seeing here is like a hundred pound Russell Hobbs by Argos, which I think I I've got Russell Hobbs appliances. Yeah, I trust them. They're good. good. Yeah. But boy oh boy, I've never understood why a bread, why something that just takes two ingredients to make and two pieces of hands. Because I think when it comes to like baking things like making bread and stuff, people that don't bake. Mm especially pre-pandemic seemed quite intimidated about making bread, bread yeah um, and so a bread maker would make faultless bread all you had to do is put in the right amount of ingredients, ingredients. and that's it whereas i think a lot of people weren't kneading it appropriately yeah. didn't quite have the technique wasn't coming out right like yeah loads of rock basically <laughs> or rock loads <laughs> so the bread maker yeah so the bread maker gave people confidence okay to make perfect no 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 i I, yeah. I get that i just for the size of it for everything i'm just like that is one yeah thing they're, they're chunky like, they take up yeah, they take up counter my space like most appliances yeah to be honest um any other waste of time appliances that you've had or not had or that you just don't see the pointing ever having no not really because for me i've never really been or trendy things that you're like what is the point for me i don't know if this qualifies as appliance probably doesn't you know those pans that have sections in my mum bought me one of those for like the two egg holes and the bacon <laughs> i've never I used it and i don't get, get it. it yeah i don't get it she saw it somewhere my, my... facebook adverts yeah, my mum went through a, she went through a phase where anything that looked like it was for a foodie or somebody that likes to cook. She would buy it for me to try it out. Oh, that's so She's sweet. very much a, like, try it out and see if you like it. So one thing I do actually have in my kitchen, uh, in my garage, is a um, hot stone grill. So my uncle bought it for me. Well, like a Korean barbecue thing? <laughs> yeah, I've got a hot stone grill outside, <laughs> which I've never used. Um, I definitely wanted to like, try and use it because, mm. but I think it's the kind of thing that I'd have to be hosting. 
yeah you know, having like a dinner party and i haven't really done that over the last couple of years especially post pandemic oh. i haven't really hosted come on I maybe mean, when when i redecorate my living room and stuff i'll be more inclined to host okay. i just sold my um dining table oh, so you can't <laughs> on, host anyone on, on right eBay. now yeah so we're, <laughs> we're struggling down there there's just loads of empty open space but i think that would be my aim it's yeah. there so it's not something that's going to expire but yeah i've got a hot stone grill that you've never used um and i've got also like a mini it's I don't know what it is. It's it's like a mini pot. I think it's like you could pour, you could use you could do cheese fondue in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, like right, one right, of those right. little mini machines. Warming. It's like a warming yeah. machine. Got one of those. Never used it. <laughs> don't know where it came from. Potentially a legacy of my parents. Yeah. But yeah, I've got some something like that in the in the garage, and I'm sure if I had a look, I'd find yeah. a couple of other crazy things out there. There is nothing in my flat just due to the fact that I don't have any space that I moved here knowing that I wouldn't use it but there's one thing that I know I've left at home mm-hmm. that's the pasta machine I've got a pasta maker yeah never used it well past, like the, the roller <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's the pasta machine um, I've used it I have used okay. it um, as I said on the pasta episode I've done a couple courses yeah. so every time I do that I find a new lease of life yeah and then I forget <laughs> and it's got the clamp thing and I like I know exactly how to yeah. use it um I just don't. I just haven't used mine because I need to get over the hurdle of... Being bothered. Um, no, finding a gluten-free recipe. Ah, I've been willing to try it gluten-free. So yeah, I did a yeah, pasta-making yeah, yeah, yeah. class. It was actually like a, a work mm. event. And I really enjoyed it. It's super easy. I know I know making pasta is not hard, but I don't want to use it and be making gluten-based pasta. I just feel like I'm setting myself up. So yeah. I was, I've been doing research on and off about gluten-free pasta, making it from scratch, adding like xanthan gum and yeah, all these them. different binding agents. But... I just haven't gotten around to trying it. To I think it. I'm I think I'm fearful of the disappointment of going through all of that and it just yeah. not working out. So it's something I definitely wanna I've left it in my kitchen, it's not in the garage. So <laughs> I wanna I wanna use it, but I just oh, the gluten. There's a thing. there's a thought in my mind. I've gone to use it at di- for different reasons because ultimately it's a price. Yeah. And I think at one point I was making pastry, rough puff pastry and when you're making pastries with um, like cold butter in them, you need to keep them cold. Mm-hmm. So rolling it through a metal press and not having to roll it out and put yeah, your heat yeah. into it was just perfect. But the pasta machine I have is quite narrow. Okay. So it wasn't really going to work. It was oh, going to make okay. like one long strip of pasta, uh, pastry, sorry, whereas I need like a large round. Yeah. But things like that you could use it for if you are making long sheets of anything. So again, another imagination. I want to know how to make patties. Again, I a pastry. Yeah. Pas- a pastry. A I really said that. <laughs> I'm falling asleep. Um, like a pastry, but it does require... It, it, well, it can work with a long strip because mm-hmm. then you can just make mm-hmm. sandwich shapes along the whole thing. Um, could use it for that. Like, yeah. it's just... It's a rolling machine at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. So you could do various things with I it. I mean, if... I could, but those are gluten-based products that you're talking to me oh, about, babe. God. So... <laughs> do you sorry. know what I mean? Sorry, I sorry, to... sorry, sorry. But I, I think... I was thinking the other day about making gluten-free patties but i need a flaky pastry but i think it could but still the flake, be done yeah. the flake is um, the, butter. the folds and the butter yeah. so i'm not making it well not just butter the fat yeah so we digress a little but the the aki patties from juicy patty in jamaica are vegan mm-hmm. and they're still flaky and delicious and i think they just use a veg fat in the yeah. pastry because all that it's just when the fat melts it produces steam and it yeah. pushes the layers apart so yeah I've got one appliance that is not a waste mm. but I definitely think it's seasonal and it's not something I'd use all year round and that is my soda stream <laughs> I've, re- I've realised <laughs> on reflection having had it for about a year now I've realised that 
antibiotics, I've been struggling to drink water across the um, winter months anyway. Fizzy water, I have a lot more of it in the summertime. Yeah. Um, so, it's refreshing. Yeah, it, I got it in the summertime. I was using it constantly. Yeah. I was adding, like, all these different syrups. Syrups and, yeah, you know, like... You bought, like, a starter pack, lime. didn't you? Yeah, you bought, like, mint a and lime, and it was great. I loved it, adding it to all sorts. I'm generally struggling to drink water, so the soda stream is the last thing <laughs> on my mind, if I'm being completely honest. But I, so I can see funny. myself, as it gets back into those summer months, early spring, alfresco-type feel, I'll be back on my soda stream. We could use it to make a good mixer for our stones. Yeah. A ginger yeah, something yeah. to try and f- replicate that, like... That mixer that we had. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. There, there's um the soda stream machine. We've when got you one buy at work. It, there's like official mixers. Yeah. It's a. Uh, let me see. So soda stream actually have like their own branded mixers. It's called Soda Press Co. Okay. But I believe it's under the Soda Stream name. So right. I've tried the ginger ale one and I mm. actually quite liked it. I actually started to drink it straight at one point with just water. <laughs> And they have like a tonic one, which at one point I was just drinking. Are they not pods? No, it's like in a bottle and it's a syrup. Yeah, it's in a bottle and it's a syrup. But you do have to be mindful that although it's a syrup, it doesn't last that long. Um, Because I had one in the cupboard and then when I opened it, it had gone off and it had genuinely gone off, which was a bit annoying. But yeah, we can definitely try it out. So yeah, my soda Mm. stream, I think is definitely more seasonal. I don't regret that purchase at all, but it's not something that I found myself using all year round because I'm generally just not drinking fizzy water at this time. Like that. Yeah, and because also with the soda stream, I'm using my Brita water filter. The kitchen, the temperature in the kitchen is so cold that oh. when it's cold in the winter and the water is that cold because the oh, yeah, is so yeah, low, yeah, yeah, so it low. discourages me from, from drinking I'm, it. I so. feel the same. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to dream appliances. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? Is that a thing? I feel like it's a very grown-up thing to have, like, a dream kitchen appliance. Um, I have, like, a, a dream kitchen vision, which yeah. is, like, everything is, like, high-tech. That for me is smart. like, yes, a smart kitchen yes. would be absolutely sensational. But I think in the short to medium term, an appliance that is on my list that I would like, and I don't know, again, it sounds quite seasonal, uh, it's an ice cream maker. Oh. I really would like an ice cream maker. I did during the pandemic do like those quick, easy... Frosés. Fr- like, and no, like when you kind of make ice cream using double cream. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that and it's cool. I've done this for work. Yeah, it's cool, but um, it's not the same. No, it's, it's not. not the same. It's, it's literally not the same. Condensed milk as well to add the, sh- to yeah. add the sugar in, yeah. It's just not the same. It, it, after about two scoops, you can taste that this is not ice cream and it's frozen cream and condensed milk. So for me, it just wasn't the same. And I'm not the kind of person that is going to be popping into the freezer every one to two hours to churn churn it. I'm not. So I would like to make an ice cream, uh, not make, I'd like to buy an ice cream maker. I love sorbets. Um, Blending frozen fruit, again, for me, I'm a gelato babe. It's not the same. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just not the same. Texturally, you can taste. It's not the same. Mm. It tastes like frozen blended fruit, and that's cool. You can scoop it into a into a ball, but it's not gelato. It's not an actual sorbet. But sorbet and gelato are not the same. That's what I'm, what I'm saying is... Oh. Frozen blended oh, fruit. So when you, people oh, freeze, you, you know, like, two ingredients, yeah, sorbet. Yeah, yeah. sorbet <laughs> it, it's, it's not sorbet. It's giving... 
Ice cream. Ice flavoured ice. It's giving granata. That's what it's giving. That, I mean, that's what it is. Granata. Yeah, gran, gran, granita. 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 Sorry, granita. Yeah, yeah. granata. It's giving granita. It is. Yeah, that's what it's giving. And I like a granita. Shaved ice. Yeah, I don't mind that, but I would like to make some good sorbets, especially when there's certain fruits or like seasonal fruit. I'd mm. love to make that Use into it. a sorbet. I see that so yeah. much at the end of strawberry season. Everyone's like, time to put them in the freezer and you can yeah. whip them out any time of the year to do this with. I'm like, once it goes in the freezer, that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> You'll forget about it's it. It's finished. Yeah. May as well put it in the bin. Yeah. There's some like Caribbean fruits and stuff that I'd love to turn into a sorbet, mm. like a sour sorbet. Oh my God, I was about I to say. A was... lychee sorbet. I think that would guava sorbet. Guava. I think that would be. I've so had guava sorbet. Yeah, it's I think. Banging. I think my one of my dream appliances is again revolves around my dream kitchen, which yeah. is like a big boy espresso coffee machine. Okay. Like with the. Really. If you're watching this on YouTube, you look like a mess right now. I wanna. I wanna feel like you know you shared on the story where you're like. All right, we're gonna preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanna be in the kitchen being like, one vanilla latte, <laughs> steaming up the milk. Yeah. Like, when they're, be... you know, when they're like pushing it up yeah. and down. Yeah, and they're like, oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. Get, them, get the wiper, wipe down the steamer, yeah. keep it moving, tap, tap. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm there. I Have you done this before? Equipment. Have you been a barista? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you got the vision. I had the, I had the plan. What's that mean? <laughs> I had the plan, but I can't remember. I have to find it. That is definitely something that I want. But I'm, they're quite expensive. They're mm. very expensive. And I'm just concerned that coffee is a phase of my life. What, right I would, now? Yeah, like, I would not drink coffee if I didn't have to. I don't like Like, coffee. I don't lean to coffee. I'm not like I wake up in the morning, can't function without it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wake up in the morning, oh my God, I need it. Or I'm, I'm a get, actually, I'm more of a get to mid-afternoon yeah. and be like, I'm going to have it. So maybe getting one would introduce it into my routine in a way of that it's just a theatrical yeah. thing every day. But I guess I could be making decaf. But yeah. big boy coffee machine's up there for me. That sounds like, I like, I love the, the smell of coffee beans, mm. but I'm not a coffee person. I think I say this often. Well, I'll be fresh, I'll be doing freshly ground coffee in the Will you morning, make me an so. espresso martini? If you say espresso martini. I just said espresso. Yeah, I know, but I'm just making sure. If you ask yeah. me for an espresso martini, you're not getting anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you make me an espresso martini, I'll come over. Mm. Yeah. Another thing, another one of dream plants of mine is, again, I don't know why, in my big house with my big kitchen, I need like an eight ring burner stove. Really? I've got five at the moment and I love it. I can't lie. I've got five. One of them at work. Okay. Um, yeah, it's five that I've got. I need like sure it's five. eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with a pot filler. What's that? The tap that comes out over oh, the back of okay. your thing so you don't yeah, have to carry yeah. the pot from yeah. wherever to wherever. That, that massive range mm-hmm. cooker. But what I don't want is like five ovens. The bigger the oven, usually you end up with like an egg, uh, like an agar structure of oven. You know, like agar, the brand, it's like the... Oh, okay. Like with a small door. Yeah, it usually has two like... Two doors on one four side. Four doors, door. yeah. yeah. Um, I don't mind a split oven. I think that's actually quite useful. Yeah. Or two ovens in your kitchen. Here's me just... This is now going over my dream kitchen. This is going to be a whole other episode. But um, <laughs> big... Loads of yeah. rings. I'm, you know I'm a I'm pan doing? cooker. Yeah, I would like... I've seen some people have it where they have a big cooker and then on one side of the cooker, there's space for like a grill. So I have that. So basically, yeah. even though I only have In five... In this kitchen? Yeah, so I only have five burners, yeah. but I have the griddle so I can take off the gas thing. It's in the cupboard. I need to check if I've got that bad boy. This is, a, this, like... this is an appliance I don't use. Yeah. The, I can just literally take off the... You know, the black yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and the griddle slot straight over two burners on the left-hand so side. It... 
It's heavy. It's cast iron. It's heavy. Yeah. Are you not using it? I'd love that. I've never used it. Yeah, I would love that. Maybe I'll make my maybe I'll make pancakes in it or something. Maybe. Because I literally will warm my cast iron pan on yeah. top of the thing. I'd <laughs> love that. Or like where where it's like gas and you can get like a flame grill kind of. Yeah, well mine is gas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah, there. Yeah. I would love that. I'll dig it I'll I'll dig it out after this episode just okay. to check it all functions. Yeah, quickly, I would love but... something like that. I think that would be I think that would be super cute. And I think I'd probably like a fridge that makes mm, ice, yes. if I'm being honest. I, I do like ice. I'm not buying ice and having fridge to, it takes up space. Doors. Yeah. But I'd love ice maker. I feel like in America this is normal yeah, for them, very isn't common. it? But in the UK it's not as common. To we have. have one on my fridge, but it's an like ice a, maker. Yeah the panel doors oh, so okay. we have a oh your fridge, fridge. At your parents house my, yeah sorry my parents okay. house not here that's what I was like, no, 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 okay, no 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 I haven't seen that. what's going on here we, the have grill, a... <laughs> the <ice. laughs> we have a double door fridge yeah it's not new mm-hmm. <laughs> um and on the thing it just has one holder and you can flip it between ice and water okay it's so it's plumbed in the whole okay. fridge is plumbed yeah, in. yeah 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 i like that especially in the winter i'm not too bothered but in the summer when i'm fighting for my life especially yeah, these british yeah, summers yeah, have been yeah, going yeah. crazy these last few Literally. years i would just like oh and for the cocktails that's what i actually want yeah for. so my parents want you to put it on ice mode it goes cubed or crushed or off really and it's got like some kind it's like the masticating juice thing yeah and as the ice comes through it just <laughs> really oh, it a bit, yeah. yeah or it just bypasses that and just shoots out straight away but Ooh, yeah yeah definitely i love that with the for the glass of mm. stones it's oh that yeah mm. see i want a fr- i want a fridge that i can do this with yeah another thing what you reminded me of i'd like a, i'd like a smart kettle this doesn't even have to wait what does the smart i think i've got a smart kettle you can set the temperature yeah i've got a smart kettle yeah so, actually well i don't know i feel like the smartness is what links it to your phone but you can oh. set the temperature on the yeah on the base of it basically or on the thing itself so so you know my hollow taco babe yeah she always drinks tea so she was telling me about or telling me telling me personally i was gonna say telling me personally <laughs> she's telling the internet telling the internet about yeah. her smart kettle um and also her she has a mug warmer as well. Okay, so she's a property babe. Yeah, okay. she's my kind of gal. Yeah. I love her to death. But um, yeah, smart kettle I want because matcha you're supposed to do at a particular temperature and it's actually lower than boiling. Oh, so okay. what I do is I boil the kettle and I leave it. So I literally will put Apple Watch, I'll be like, oh, three minutes. Why? Will it affect the, the Yeah, you'll burn the leaves. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, various teas have different temperatures. I know, like, that's the thing. There's actually a whole science. Yeah, which yeah. is why often, that's my my method. When I read the back and it says like, oh, best at like 90 to 95, mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, cool. That's boiling minus two minutes. So yeah. I'll boil it fully and then let it, I'll open the top and let it cool and then I'll go back to it. Okay. So matcha, I usually put the kettle on before I go in the shower and then when I come out, I'll make it. The tea that you made us, did you make that appropriately? Um, this is turmeric spice, <laughs> so it comes how it comes. Right. Um, any any other dream appliances? We actually put a Q and A up. Have you got any more? No, I don't think I've got any more dream appliances. So answer to the Q and A. So a good set of knives, and that's not an appliance, but I would like some new knives. But this is for another episode. Another episode. Because this is like utensils and stuff. Mm. Appliances, no. I would say I don't have any. Emma has said a huge fridge. Chef standard fridge. Um, Yeah, I think so. But I don't want it to look like a stainless steel chef's fridge. I still want it to have a certain level of either integration into my kitchen Mm -hmm. or 
sleek yeah. black But silver, she's talking whatever. about like, the internal functionality. Yeah, like okay. massive fridge. Yeah. And then one, two, three, four more responses all say the same thing. What's that? Which is KitchenAid stand mixer. Oh, really? I have one. Yeah, and, as a professional baker. Yes, however, yeah. I would like a new one. Yeah. I got this KitchenAid mixer from my parents for my 18th birthday. Oh. 18? Do you know I've got a KitchenAid mixer in the garage? What? <laughs> yes. There's a KitchenAid mixer I'm coming to in save my garage. that thing tomorrow. 100%. I'm coming to pick it up tomorrow. Well, I need... I, I don't because I need to send it. mine to service. Yeah. But you know there's never a good time to send an appliance yeah, away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you never might, a have, good time. might have some orders. Or I might just... Yeah. The second it's gone, I'm going to want when it. When I go home, I'll double check. But as you said it, I can see the box. Whoever, think, whoever thinks it's theirs in the garage, obviously they don't miss it. Okay, I don't need to keep it forever. <laughs> but the fact that it's in there, just yeah. gathering dust while it's someone's it's a, it's dream appliance. The KitchenAid mixer is, I think, people's vision mm-hmm. of what a beautiful mixer should be. KitchenAid products as a whole are incredible. I've got a few, I've had a few of their different bits. At one point we had the KitchenAid kettle at home with the KitchenAid toaster. Yeah. I think it was, so yeah, we're talking like 10 years ago, I got this mixer. Every single day, and I'm probably going to jinx myself now, I'm surprised that this thing is still going because I definitely did run a business off of this yeah. like one solo mixer for years. And it says on it, like, I was always cautious. Like, I don't do anything in it that runs a really long time. Mm-hmm. But still, I was using it, like, 20 minutes, like, giving it an hour to cool down. Yeah. And it's got to the point that it has needed a service probably for, like, two years. Okay. Because um, I can hear something in the gears. Yeah. The power is fine. It's still going. <laughs> that thing was working. Something is loose. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, wow, you've really used... Mm, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, what do they say on it? Like, not for professional use. Oh, does like, it? Well... Just the scale of certain things. I think it's because it will be the warranty. If okay. you're like, I make five cakes a day and it broke, they're going to turn around and be like, well, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Um, I also, it was the mixer of the Great British Bake Off for seasons. Okay. Do you know that look of the tent with all yeah, the mixers yeah. lined up on the edge? It was KitchenAid for ages. Eventually, they went on to the K-Mix, the Kenwood K-Mix, mm-hmm. which apparently is actually... For, well, for value, it's cheaper. Uh-huh. And a lot of the bakers I know when I was coming up, the small businesses were buying, like, you could buy three of them. Uh-huh. So whereas I was using, like, one, yeah. <laughs> because it's what I had, and I already had it, they were able to, like, scale businesses and, mm-hmm. and bakeries with these KitchenAid, with the, sorry, Kenwoods. My mum had a Kenwood when I was growing up, a Kenwood, because she used to bake a lot of simple cakes. Yeah, yeah. I would get a Kenwood. Like, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I just have a KitchenAid. Mm-hmm. I completely understand why it's people's dream dream appliance. Like, it's gorgeous. Mine's just black, um, but you know what it looks like. I do, but I can't remember how it looks off my head. The kitchen, and it comes in all different colours. At certain times of the year, they have, like, collections. They have collaborations with people. You, I think at it one is point, pretty, you yeah. could have got, like, a Dolce & Gabbana, like, different stuff like that. Yeah. People also feel attached to Smega. I was about to say. Oh, my was, God, you made me jump Because <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish. I was going to say, actually, Smeg. I don't have a particular appliance. Yeah. But... I I am drawn to those smoke appliances, especially Smeg, the, yeah. the girls on Instagram. They're selling it to me, yeah. honestly. The toaster, yeah. the kettle, yeah. the fridge. This fridge the Smeg fridge has that retro yeah, diner that look retro about diner it. Look. Yeah, it's lovely. I love their stuff. If I had a space for that in my life, yeah. I would love it. Oh, but I'm not I think really. That is so pretty. Yeah, the Smeg, the yeah. Smeg mixer, again, I can't 
tell you anything about the power of it. I just know mm-hmm. that the babes were between the K- the, K-word, the Kenwood K-Mix or the KitchenAid. I completely understand why that is mm-hmm. someone's favourite appliance. So my friend, I've spoken to her about this many, many, many times. We were talking about this not too long ago. Um, making coconut milk. Mm-hmm. And she basically just makes coconut milk like for her rice and peas and stuff, just using fresh coconut. But I have a Nutribullet and she's like, oh my God, you have to get a Vitamix. You have to get a Vitamix. And the Vitamix is one of those oh, big boy Americans. We had a Vitamix. Get, so yeah. she's, it's her family, her family home, yeah, Vitamix. Yeah. But she can, she, I think, and every time she, she uses it, she's like, you know, we've had it for 15 years. Like really? going strong. And I've seen her use it and I'm like, oh, I want one so bad. Yeah, my but parents have a Vitamix. It is, it is chunky, but... When I use the Vitamix versus when I use my blender, blender, yeah, you can tell the, you can tell as well as the taste of difference. <laughs> you can tell the difference mm. in like the end product. So my yeah. parents have the KitchenAid blender. Yeah, we've had it for years, and the thing is, the actual funk, the base, it it went for years. It eventually went out, but my dad was using it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the jugs, you could just replace them, so oh, they could okay. get chipped, cracked, we had glass jugs, mm-hmm. were in, it's quite inexpensive to replace. They didn't break a lot, but you could, and I think that's good. Sometimes when you have an appliance and you can't b- break anything without having to replace the, the whole entire thing, thing mm-hmm. is really bad. So brands like KitchenAid, I think is good that you can replace parts, you can get them serviced, you can get them repaired. Especially in this day and age where things are not really built to last, it's mm-hmm. good that there are still brands out there that are willing to make their product last. Um, yeah. I actually, I need a new food processor. My food processor is one that I moved out of my parents' house with. I left, I just <laughs> you took it. You stole it, yeah. I took it. And I don't even know the brand of it, but it's a white good. Okay. Okay. If I had the counter space to display it, I would care more about it. But because it goes in a cupboard anyway. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I think that's everything. I think that's everything. I don't have any. It sounds like we're going to have to do another episode on just our dream kitchen as a whole. I think And so. the functionality of it and the purpose. Yeah. Island or no island. Wow. We'll get into it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because there's bits from the um, the restaurant experience. Yeah, maybe we could do it like that. that. If I could get some of that into my kitchen, my dream <laughs> a kitchen. A maitre and a chef. And an open fire. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay. That, that would do it for me. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Answer some of our questions about appliances on our Instagram story that will yes. be up the week this episode goes live. And mm-hmm. we will catch you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.